We did it again, Eric. We made it back to the podcast booth for another episode of Podcast versus Podcast. I didn't think we were going to make it this time. It why, was, why not? It was a real scramble to get here. I mean, there was that oil slick at one end of the oil rig. Right. And then there was that oil golem we had to fight our way past. And the well done, by the way. wall of swords. Oh, well, impenetrable, or so they thought. Yeah. We penetrated that wall. We penetrated that wall of swords. Then there was that brick wall that we had to penetrate. <laughs> and then that little stone wall we had to hop over. Then I went back and penetrated it. <laughs> and, uh, and then another oil golem. Another oil spell that was left by the oil golem. That's yeah. the worst thing about them. <laughs> the oil golems. And then uh, there was that stretch where a bunch of uh, free citizens were cleaning up the oil with soap and water. And so both of us slid on a couple of those handheld brushes like they were skates. Yeah. And just kind of, whoa, whoa, that was, whoa. No, that was hilarious. That was very funny. Um, also, he... the fastest we moved. <laughs> we were constantly getting slowed down by having to penetrate walls or golems. Yeah, the penetrating the walls took a long time. Like that brick wall, we had to drill through it. It took hours. <laughs> Once we got the drill, things sped up. Yeah. But that first hour, <laughs> we were just going at it with our hands. Well, it was just like, I Brother. was like, okay, you go get a drill or something. I'll get started over here. And I just like started doing what I could, which was basically nothing. Like it w we would have saved a lot more time if we split up and I also went and looked for a drill. If we had gone and got, well, that, then the drill was huge. <laughs> I couldn't carry it by myself. I had to like find a dolly and then <laughs> tip it onto the dolly yeah. and then push it into the elevator. Like, ugh, we both could have carried it together, done it in half the time. Yeah. That wall of straw though, we penetrated that in no problem. That was easy. We busted through that. <laughs> Pow! This is Podcast versus Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich. I'm Piers Ray. And this is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we're going to vote on which podcast pitch that day is the better one. And if we agree, then I'm going to quit this podcast forever and do that one instead. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> that and, all checks uh, out. Mm -hmm. We're here on time today to record today's episode. Somehow. Because we penetrated so many walls. And golems. And golems. Listen, uh, before I, I just thought of this podcast idea, and before I forget about it, okay. I just want to... Not uh, a great start, by the way. I uh, just thought of this. Well, I just thought of it, and uh, before I forget, I want to pitch it to you first. Okay, I want you to pitch it before you forget it. I'm going to stop getting in your way. Thank you. I just need you to remember a few things. Okay. Uh, Madagascar is an island nation. Uh, the number 46. Okay. Uh, the card I'm holding. What is it? Queen of Clubs. Okay, I'll remember that. Okay. Uh, my grandmother's recipe for stuffing, which I will now recite to you. Okay. Uh, breadcrumbs. Yeah. That's it. That's it? That's it? She's not a great cook. <laughs> but I love sorry. her. And I eat all of it every year. Oh, okay. Um, anyways. All right. Uh, now I forget this podcast pitch. Did you? Did you actually? No. Ah! <laughs> I'm so excited. This would just be a podcast called uh, Our Favorite Scenes. Where we talk about uh, our favorite scenes of movies. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, every episode, we each watch one movie together. Yes. Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, in the same room? Yeah. All right. At the same time. All right. And we... I'm, I'll hear you out. But... On the episode, we just talk about our favorite scene in the movie with nothing else, no other context. And we don't say whether we think the movie is good or bad. We just talk about that one scene, which is the best scene in the movie. We each take turns. Like, we don't have to pick the same scene. Interesting. Did you have a movie in mind you wanted to discuss with Yeah, us? I was thinking of um, the transporter 
the first transporter not transporter oh, two transporter one transporter one yeah 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 um starring Jace, jason statham and there's a part in that movie where he's in like a parking garage i think yeah and he tips over a barrel of oil yeah there's like a dozen bad oh, guys or 20 bad the, guys the, or the incredible fight scene from that movie yeah well the one of the there's some good fight scenes that is literally the only scene from that movie <laughs> i remember it's the best scene in the movie Tips over the barrel of oil, so there's oil all over the ground, and then he puts his feet in the pedals of a of a bike, yeah, and kicks the pedals off. So now he's got like bike pedals on his feet, yeah. So with the extra traction of these bike pedals, he's able to run um, easily, move around on this oil while all the bad guys are slipping around, and he just kicks everybody in the face <laughs> while he's wearing bike pedals. It's it's extremely fucking good, and there's like chill hip hop beats in the background. Yeah, it's a great fight scene. Um, it's and it's like uh, some the score. If I recall correctly, I might be thinking of actually of uh of every fight scene in that movie. But the the like the music in the background, it's not like whoa, this is so exciting. It's right. just kind of like laid back, chill, yeah. like hip hop beats. And it's like, hey, this guy's going to kick some ass now. Why don't we all just settle in? Yeah, let's just relax and watch this guy, like, completely decimate, like, 20 dudes while they're all slipping around in the oil. Like, they don't even get a single shot off. They don't. And he doesn't he – he's also covered in oil, right? I think At so. At some point, so they can't get a grip on him, and he's he's just wriggling around like an eel. Yeah, he he probably, did, like, does a slide move or something, so he's all on – uh got all this oil i think my favorite thing about that scene yeah. is that prior to tipping over the barrel of oil yeah i believe he was losing he was um, in serious trouble i don't remember that much right you just it. remember from the oil barrel tipping over just, and that's when the movie becomes memorable i just remember when uh uh the hip-hop beats start <laughs> i believe that's the same time as the barrel I think you see yeah. him like looking at the barrel, and it's like, boom. There is an earlier like uh, fight scene in the movie with hip hop beats where he's like fighting a dude in a hallway where the guy's got an axe and he's and he can't. The, the hallway's too narrow for him to like get by the guy. Yeah. So the, this guy with the axe keeps swinging, trying to chop his head off, and he just keeps dodging it. Anyways, uh, uh, they tried to replicate that in Transporter Two, where he gets like watermelon, like a half a watermelon on each of his hands. That's kind of cool. How did, how did it play? <laughs> Not as good. Like, it just doesn't... There's there's a huge difference between a half of a watermelon and a bike pedal. Well, what is the purpose of the watermelons? Are his hands injured or something? Or No, he, like, punches people with them. It's, but that's not... <laughs> it doesn't hurt more than a hand, I don't think. I was thinking he was protecting himself, but it just no. seems... Are, like, are they stuck on his hands? He puts them on his hands so he can punch people with that them. That doesn't... <laughs> it's exactly the same as the bike pedal but a thousand times more stupid well because it doesn't make any sense it's like the bike pedals you're like oh that's ingenious if i'm ever in a scrap and i've got a bike and a barrel of oil nearby that's exactly what i'm gonna do um i don't think that it would actually work the way that they present it okay but i don't care because it's so rad that is super rad um anyways i actually screwed up this podcast because i talked about other parts of the movie and i also talked about another movie but the idea would be we would give the best scene of the movie we would so we would have two best scenes unless we agreed two best scenes and people listening could think okay so i know that this one scene is in there am i gonna take a risk on a movie 
just to see that one scene. Right. If the movie's extremely, if or if the scene is extremely good, they probably will, and then maybe they'll see a lot more movies that way that they wouldn't have seen otherwise. Hmm. I think that's a great idea. Am I supposed to come in with a scene from a different movie? No, the same movie. The same we watch movie. the same movie. And we, but on this one, we both agree. Sorry, you, you'd said that at the beginning. I immediately forgot yeah. it because I got so excited about oil and watermelons. Um, in in the in the case in, of the transporter, we would agree. We agree that this is the same right. scene. But bring mention another movie that we've both seen. Okay, another movie that we've both seen. Um, have you? Uh, I, <laughs> Just say a movie. Okay, I will say Fellowship of the Rings. Okay, I've uh, I've probably seen it. I've seen it as a kid. That's just the movie that's in my head right now. Yeah. I was trying to think of one that we would have equal ground on. Maybe this is a better option because I'm a way bigger fan of Lord of the Rings than you are. That's well, that's fine. It doesn't. We don't always have to be when we're watching these movies. Yeah, it'll be like a wide spectrum, right? Right. We it'll don't have to agree every time. The Transporter. It'll be Fellowship of the Rings. It'll be Wet Hot American Summer. Absolutely. It'll be it'll be maybe something like uh, Hunt for the Red October. Right. Well, um, we're, to, right now, though, it's Fellowship of the Rings. Fellowship of the Rings, yeah. Uh, so I would say the best scene in the movie mm-hmm. is um, when everyone is at the elf place, and they're all arguing over, like, I'll take the ring. No, dwarves can't take the ring. Elves need to take the ring. Sit down, elves. Humans got to take the ring. And then Frodo's like, it'll be me. And everyone's like, oh, we didn't even think of the Hobbit. He's so the small Hobbit and significant. But... That is a really good scene, That's especially because scene. Gimli shatters his axe, attempting to destroy the ring, the Council of Elrond. Yes, or is it? I guess so. It's the Council at Elrond's. Yeah, it's it's they're in Elrond's house. It kind of sounds like a Weekend at Bernie's movie. No, it doesn't. The Council at Elrond's. Uh, what's your favorite scene in the movie? Oh, my favorite scene of the movie uh, is the extended opening, which basically covers the first chapter of Lord of the Rings uh, concerning hobbits, which is um, just showing hobbit culture. Okay. That is literally my favorite scene and chapter in the entire run of the books. It just takes you on like a little tour of the Shire, shows you how these people live quiet, nice lives. Right. I mean, if you wanted to take a more kind of in the same section. Nope. Nope. One scene. <sighs> All right. I'm going to choose one scene from that section. Ready? You know, one scene, yes. Bilbo's birthday party, wherein he vanishes. Wow. He gets Um, a lot of great gags out, a lot of good (laughs) jokes, and then he pulls a big old prank. Gandalf is uh, surprised and a little horrified. Right. Something he suspected may be the case has just been proven to be true. Right. Bilbo has a magic ring. That's right. And also you get that reveal of uh, when Bilbo... Tries to pass off the ring and then realizes he's still got it in his pocket and uh, can't take it away. Excuse me, that's a different scene. I consider that all part of the same scene. Okay, all How right. How do you not consider that part of the same scene? That's change of location. It's, it's, I suppose that's true. Yeah. We went from the exterior garden party to interior Bilbo's living room. Slash front foyer. It's a completely different scene. Gosh. This so is anyways. Be, this is a tough game. No, uh, it's not that tough. This is tough. It'll this be easy. really tough. I don't know if I can vote for this So the show. listeners, now, if you've never seen Fellowship of the Rings, now you know that there's there's one scene where a bunch of humans, elves, dwarves, and a hobbit are arguing over who will take the ring. Several hobbits. Several hobbits. Four hobbits, specifically. Four hobbits are arguing, who will take the ring? And one of the hobbits says, I will do it. I will take the ring. And everyone's like, oh. Frodo. I didn't realize Elijah Wood. We all the humans and elves and dwarves, we all thought that we were the most powerful, but Frodo, the elf or the hobbit, is 
the best one to take the ring because he's so small and insignificant. There's also a scene. Here it comes. Where Bilbo has his birthday party. He's getting off a lot of great gags. That's right. A lot of people loving it. And all of a sudden, poof, vanishes. Gandalf's like, where is he? Wait I suspected a something. I suspect I know where he is. Yeah. I'm a wizard. I've been studying in Gondor for some time now. Um, okay, don't provide too much context. Well, Just that, talk I, about the I, scene. Okay, to be fair, that is information that happens between the events of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's outside context is what that is. Yeah, but it's not it's not a scene in the movie. I'm not spoiling a different scene. Right, but I don't want you to be taking context from outside the movie. Well, I don't know how you can establish meaning within a scene without bringing in context. That's what we're doing. We're just giving you the best scene. All right. I don't... And then they, the listeners can think, do I want to find the context for that or not? Okay, well, they did just find it because I gave it to them, so it kind of helps. Yeah, well, uh, you're well, fucking up my podcast. I think that that's just an important part of the show is to... Like, there's tons of movies where you're going to have to be able to provide a little more information. No, no. Okay, look at Indiana Jones. Okay. When he is in that temple and he's weighing that bag of sand, easily the best scene in the film is him weighing that bag of sand. Okay. If you hadn't seen the prior scene, exterior, him coming into the temple, you wouldn't know that he was here for that. What are you talking about? Exterior, him coming into the temple. Yeah. Don't tell jokes on this podcast, please. <laughs> These are not jokes. These are not jokes. I am Look, it's a different scene, even interior. We're going to have to break it up with a new slug line every time he's in a new part of the temple. It's one, there's one scene, okay? Indiana Jones is weighing the sand, yep. right? And he swaps it for the idol. Yep. And there's a big noise. Yep. And then the boulder comes down and chases him out of the room. And that's it. That's one scene. That's yeah. We never. You don't we need never, any other context. But wouldn't you say that right. the entire run of him being chased by the boulder is a pretty good scene? Would you say that the entire boulder chase sequence is a good scene, even though it changes location? It's a good sequence. I would say like him being chased by the boulder is all one scene. Everything that happens after that, because I think even though he's technically changing locations within the, I think it's the same camera setup. It is not the same camera. So what are you talking about? It's the same camera setup. It's not the same camera setup. They run all throughout that temple. They're all over the place. Listen, I haven't seen it in a long time. In probably 20 years. Okay, well, I just went back and rewatched all of them recently. Wow. Except for Crystal Skull. The best one. I've never finished it. You've never finished the Crystal Skull? I, got, I was so bored. Have you not seen the I ending so of Crystal bored. Skull? Do you know With, what the ending is? Oh, aliens, I hear? <laughs> yeah, there's aliens. I don't care. I mean, to, to me, that's fine. That's yeah. in keeping, because all the other movies are are based in religion, you know, like the Grail is real, this a ghost thing is real, whatever. The Ark is real, like it, it, they basically ghost thing. Uh, sorry, I was thinking of the Ark, because all <laughs> okay. those ghosts come out of it. Wow, I I should maybe watch that movie again. That sounds good. Well, powerful beams of light that seem to have faces in them. I feel like, but I could be projecting. I see faces in a lot of things. I look at an, an outlet socket. Right. And I see a face in it. Yeah. That's you know? just one crazy thing about you. <laughs> Which brings me to my podcast pitch. Yeah. It's John Cassavetti's Faces. Okay. And uh, this is a show where you and I would come in and we would talk about, are you familiar with, I believe the word's pareidolia? No, not familiar with that word. Okay. It's where you see, I, I think it's just faces, where you see things in other things that aren't there, especially okay. faces. Right. I, leave specifically faces okay it's like when you look at a cheery chipper little outlet and you're like oh it looks like a little surprised face Mm -hmm. 
or I don't know, sometimes the front of a car, the headlights look like eyes, the bumper looks like a big smiling mouth, right? Or even anytime you look at a cloud and you see something else, that's an example of of pareidolia. Okay. So this would be you and me bringing in our daily examples of this and then discussing our favorite John Cassavetes movie faces. Um, well, first of all, it's not my favorite John Cassavetes movie. Is it Woman Under the Influence? It's probably a Woman Under the Influence or The Killing of a Chinese Bookie. Hmm. That's going to make it really hard to do this podcast because to do my show, John Cassavetes' Faces does have to be your favorite John Cassavetes movie. Um, it's also not my favorite John Cassavetes production. <laughs> What's yours? Woman uh, Under the Influence? No, every episode of Columbo he directed. Right. Especially the one where he plays the insane maestro who murders his mistress. Hey, please don't spoil Columbo for me. You can't spoil Columbo. You find out the murderer in the opening scene. Please you watch not, them commit the crime. Please do not spoil the opening scene of any episode of Columbo for me, please. Look, okay, are you ever going to watch Columbo? Yeah, I will. So don't when? spoil it. I'll get around to it. I'm watching the OC right now. Jesus. You're watching the OC instead of Columbo? Yeah. You have yeah. no you have no idea what you're missing. I know I'm missing uh, this insane maestro who murders his mistress. Played by John Cassavetes, who also directed the episode. Yeah, we'll stop spoiling it, because now I do know what I'm missing. You don't know what you're missing. You, it opens with this. Stop spoiling the opening scenes. Columbos aren't whodunits. They're howdunits. Oh, they're howdunits. Yeah. Stop spoiling how we done it. Columbo solves the crimes every time. Do not spoil the ending of every single episode of every police procedural ever Look, made. It's n- okay. I Stop ad- it. I, I admit that it's a procedural. Yeah. But it is so much more than that. Stop spoiling it. Watch Columbo. I will. I told I, you I will. I, all right. It's time to vote. I vote you watch Columbo tonight. <laughs> no, I watch. I vote that I watch another couple episodes of The O.C. tonight. Why? It's a good show. It is a good show. It's not my style, but it's a good show. It's no Columbo. I guess I'll find that out Look, eventually. Peter Falk. A gr- one of the greatest actors to ever grace the silver screen. <laughs> Probably the stage. I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm sold already. Okay. Stop spoiling who's in the show. It's everyone's in the show. Stop spoiling everyone. Stop it. Leslie Nielsen. Stop spoiling that everybody's in the show. William Shatner. Stop spoiling. William Shatner has an amazing episode of Columbo, by the Does way. He? Oh, my God. He plays like a weird meta version of himself. Hmm. He's like an actor who plays a detective on TV. And so when Columbo comes to investigate this murder, yeah, uh, he starts like getting really friendly with Columbo, but like he's also helping him investigate the crime in character as his char- detective character. That's weird. It's very strange. It's Sounds very cool. strange. Stop spoiling it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to see it. You need to ease up. Ricardo Montalban. I believe Angela Lansbury has an episode. Stop spoiling. Oh, my goodness. Spoiling all these episodes Look, for me. I'm trying so, so hard not to spoil any episodes for you. And it sounds like you're trying extremely hard. Oh, I saw you, man. like, there's this one episode that's kind of like a Sunset Boulevard type no. deal. Oh, I Stop love it. it. It's, it's heartbreaking. But let's, let me just say it's Cease! One, it's one of the few times. And desist. Where Columbo. <laughs> Stop. I think truly feels bad for the murderer. Good night. <laughs> That's We're not done. that's not a spoiler. That's just like the emotional depth of his character. No, nope, that's it. You spoiled you spoiled the entire series with that. One of the few times he feels bad for the murderer. Okay, so now I know that for most of the time he doesn't feel bad for the murderer. He's always very Way polite. To spoil. He's always very genteel. He's very friendly and a- amiable. 
But, you know, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, he is there to serve justice. I am out of here. That's what I admire. Thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. I just want to let everyone out there know, uh, even though I voted for Eric to watch Columbo and he rejected my vote, foolishly. Oh, we didn't vote on the podcast. Uh, We'll vote tomorrow on the podcast. We'll vote tomorrow on the podcast. You guys should go and watch Columbo. That's my recommendation. Also, review us on iTunes, please. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.